name is Dr. Christina Finch, and I will be your guide to all things harp. At this point, I think it's pretty clear that Harp Color Music is a really incredible resource for harp sheet music downloads. But one road we've yet to explore is that of chamber music involving non-harp instruments. Whether you're programming for your next chamber recital, or looking to build a chamber music gig book, or just looking to make music with friends, harp column music has a ton to offer. And today we're starting with perhaps a non-standard chamber ensemble, saxophone and harp. traditional Irish tune, Casa Untugan, or Twisting of the Rope by Daniel Wibley, can be played either on lever or pedal harp, with flute or any member of the saxophone family. For this recording, we used alto sax. This sprightly, exciting arrangement is super playable, easy to put together, and would make a great encore piece. Saxophone and harp might not seem like an obvious pairing as, say, flute and harp, but it offers equally and different sonic possibilities. I'm a little biased in that I'm married to a saxophonist, who you'll hear in all of these recordings today, but the pairing often results in truly and stunningly beautiful sounds, as you'll hear in this next piece, Still Life by Michelle Velvin for pedal or lever harp and alto saxophone. Also available as a trio for harp, piano, and saxophone, Still Life is inspired by a poem of the same title by Genevieve Davidson that evokes cloud banks at the front of a storm and the image of looking upwards from under the sea at the dappled light reflecting on the surface of the water.
last piece featured in today's episode is a three-movement tour de force by composer, saxophonist, and most importantly, harp husband, Andy Scott. Sonata for pedal harp and alto saxophone is tough but idiomatic, and a heck of a lot of fun to play. Originally composed for flute and harp, the version for saxophone is raucous, high energy, and achingly beautiful. Let's explore the three movements together. Movement one is full of juxtapositions. Expansive free sections contrast with highly rhythmic mixed meter moments and ending with a tempo indication faster and wild. Here is the second half of Movement One from Andy Scott's Sonata for Harp and Saxophone. two starts with a harp solo and is a slinky rubato ballad where the harp and sax are layered together in really unique ways. Here's the opening solo from movement two.
The third and final movement is a funky dance that builds upon the energy and beauty of the first two movements and includes three of the hardest measures I've ever encountered in chamber playing. I literally have Don't Panic written into my part three measures before the pedal and crossover explosion that is measures 40 to 42. Playing this movement is kind of like putting your foot on the gas pedal and not letting go until the very end. It's a climb from start to finish and is one of my very favorite things to play. Here's a bit of the opening of the third movement of Sonata for Harp and Saxophone by Andy Scott. That's it for today's episode of Harp Column Podcast. Many thanks to my own personal saxophonist and husband, Danelle Espinoza, and to my executive producer and the composer of our theme song, Amy Nam. All of the music from today's episode can be purchased at harpcolumnmusic.com, your home for digital sheet music downloads. If you'd like to learn more about Harp Column, please visit harpcolumn.com and subscribe today to gain access to current and past issues, as well as content relevant to your harp life. My name is Dr. Christina Finch, and we at Harp Column hope that you have a spectacular week. <laughs>